Hello, and welcome to this long-awaited bonus episode of Around the Console, where tonight, at long last, we will be reviewing the Big Finish audio Lugaru. And yes, this has actually been delayed more time than Adele's opening night in Vegas <laughs> and my ejaculation in a dark room in Amsterdam. I am your host, <laughs> Mr. Craig Simpson. And once again, I am joined oh my by my God. bosom buddies, Cliff, John, Sucky and Bob. Hello, Wee. people. That was awesome, Craig, by the way. Well done. Thank you very much, darlings. I like to try. I don't want to associate with this podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you told me to say that. You wrote it. No, you... <laughs> so, Lou Guru, this, I mean, this has been something we've been going to review for a very long time. So, has it been worth it? What did we all think? Anyone want to start us off? I thought it was, it was ace, because I, I, I kind of forgot in the early days of Big Finish, although they were trying to do recreations of Doctor Who four-parters, they were very slack with time. Um, so, so the the, the sharp on the up, you know, the sharp up eventually, like they, they made it like twenty five minute episodes or forty five minute episodes, the same as it would be on television. But at this time, they just it could be seven hours long. <laughs> it yeah. could be yeah. an hour, and a, you know, like, there was no like sort of pleasing on the time. Um, but I, I, but pacing wise on this, I, I I loved it. I thought it was great. It took me a couple of listens, but that's audio for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, massive thumbs up for me. I really really enjoyed listening to this one it was cool really cool interesting I mean, I... interesting as well to hear early ones as well sorry john yeah john. no i'm just i'm just pretty much agree i thought it was quite a good little story quite enjoyed uh pete davis's performance thought he was great in it and it was nice to see i mean i'm not a fan of turlo but um he was there he was, uh, the story wise, well, he seemed to do more in this, didn't he? I yeah. think his character's actually yeah. better on the yeah. audio dramas than it is in the TV show. I mean, yeah, feel free to disagree with me all you want, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I agree with Craig. <laughs> I, I, I agree with Craig. The, in the story, where in the TV stories, he was overshadowed, overshadowed by Tegan and sometimes Nissa, all right, with their stories. There was too many people in the TARDIS at the time. Here, it's just him and the Doctor. Yes. And he has a, he has a chance to shine, and he has his own little storyline with the, uh, the 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 last of her race and wandering around trying to stop the uh, the the big bad wolf, right? Yeah. So he he, do, he is better in this story. Now the story himself, I thought it was really really long. It didn't it didn't keep me gripped. As did you fall asleep? I did fall asleep, and I've listened to this story four times, and it, and it was at work as well. It's been delayed so many times. It has been. Yeah. Yeah. I've mm. had to listen to it four times. And by the fourth time, I've got the gist of the story about what's happening. But I still think it's a bit too long. They could have just maybe taken out the whole uh, last of her race, tried to stop uh, the indigenous, you know, the big bad wolf. Could have taken her out altogether and just concentrated on the wolf. Uh, coming back, yeah. but yeah, Cliff, what do you think? I I have to I, I agree partly with Suki. Yeah, I felt it was a little bit Thanks, too mate. long. Um, the actual story there is is a little cracker, and that's what it should have been. Still, just a little cracker. There was bits in it where it just seemed to overstretch it. Um, I do, I did, I, I loved the, um, I loved how it's werewolf and Doctor Who. You don't really get yeah. that. No. So that's that was that was always fun for me, and the way it was written was really clever. Like plot. And then, yeah, but then it went deep at looking at it as has it been written in a way where 
what it is saying is the werewolves are uh, Galfrians after Galf- him, the Doctor. Gal- Galfrians. What's a Galfrians? Galfrians. Yeah, and that's what I thought. I kept thinking, this is really clever. But what he's doing is helping someone who's trying to get away from someone. Yeah. And it's sort of like him. He's constantly trying to get away, even though he's compelled to go back because he is one of them himself. And then that's how I was looking at it in different it's ways. Quite a cool, cool thing. I thought, I thought the werewolf uh, idea of them being, you know, more than monsters, if you see what I mean, quite an interesting yes. history. You know, in just the small collective that they had. But obviously, they, they talked about, um, you know, a lot of the other stuff um, as well. It just really gave werewolves massive characters rather than just yeah. being beasts yeah. Um, yeah. And, and you could sympathise with them as well you know or empathise with them it was nicely a kind of background into their culture and their disputes yeah. and their longevity and the doctor respecting that whereas usually it's like it's a way off it's bad a bit like yeah, when yeah. David Tennant goes yeah. oh beautiful it was that kind of I'm not here to kill you far from it in fact I don't think he should be doing those genetic exper- uh, genetic experiments as such on him it should be about respecting you as a, as a race and culture which I quite liked Oh, absolutely, yeah. I also feel like it's quite nice that it was set in kind of, like, futuristic Rio. Yeah. In the sort of dust bowl that had become out of the forest, um, which was a really nice, sudden, sort of quite tragic little thing, and it justifies a lot of Turlo's being disenchanted with humanity, which she takes on to then to greater deeds when the werewolf starts getting their claws into him. I love that bit because Tilo has always seen like a real shady character on the TV and the fact that they bring out his dark side in this yeah, I cool. like that yeah you could literally see yeah. it for good progression it was it was a bit weird like the first listen for Taylor there's some of it that didn't make sense to me at the time but it does you know that whole sort of the element like you say bringing out his dark side all yeah. his fears and he's it's really well acted i think uh yeah. max rickson and pete davidson are really funny in this as well you yeah. know when he's getting married uh, when he when it yeah. transpires he's going to get married to the the lady um you know the doctor is and taylor's just ripping him it's brilliant my, my favorite bit that made me howl pardon the pun um, was um, the bit where, where towards the end it just went to uh, what the, the main wolfman went you smell of lies <laughs> I was like I don't know why just the way it was, the context it was in it was I don't know if it was meant to be really funny but um, I actually really liked the voice of the main wolfman it was mm. really deep and very yeah, yeah. quite yeah. intimidating really it was very well acted actually I thought all uh, the characters did all, really well yeah. all, of, all the all, acting in this is spot on I thought all the acting, but there was a little bit in it which I just felt was a little bit over typical. That the doctor associated with the girl had to be a bit of a bit of a nutter, and he had his own game. They never can write someone just in just to be nice. She was quite but cool she, though. Well, the the, the, the Taylor girl. You mean the yeah the young girl, the kind yeah, of the one, yeah. the, the, Rosa. the one, yeah. yeah. Everybody had a, everybody had their set agenda to what they wanted to do. And yeah. Even though Doctor was Doctor was out there to help this this one, and he had the appreciation that this is a race, you can't just kill him off, which was good to see. But he also had like that a bit of a a mad side of people where uh, they've always got to write someone in like that. Well, isn't she there meant to be I kind of? I just felt it was a bit like typically of everything what you get with a few a few of the audios. You I, always get one protagonist and one like differs from that. I think if she hadn't have been there, it wouldn't have made a massive difference apart no, that's from what apart yeah. from to Turlo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, his part of his journey. Yeah, I quite, his, I, I quite like a story that, though, with the grandfather yeah. and all that sort of stuff going he's, back and 
I thought that added some, yeah, I agree that she wasn't essential, but there was also that added element of culture, wasn't the fact that there was this hunting going on between the cat claws or whatever, and, and the werewolves, the cup claws, that's it. So there was that kind of element, the kind of one versus the other, which I thought was quite nicely done. I did find it a bit weird that she was just out in, in my head, it was the outback, I know it wasn't, but that kind of in the wilderness on her own, waiting for a big, yeah. a big that seemed a bit yeah. weird, to be honest. I think she probably had a bit of foreshadowing. This is where this this is going to happen. And that's why she was already in that place, waiting to, uh, you know, enable a trap or something. But it just, yeah, you could see. I, I could a, see a, a character, I think, was out. just super first. I could, I could. They could have taken that out and shortened it a bit. But yeah. other than that, I, I, I thought it was a, a good little story, and it was a surprise to me because, to be honest, Bob, and I put my hand up here of when you said it was two and a half hours, I thought, fucking hell, am I gonna, am I gonna get through well, that's, that? That's and it, then, cause, cause and it, then I got through it, and yeah. I was kindly happy. Well, that's it. You kind of got a, the way I got made around it was it's a four-part Doctor Who story, but just just big spot, but flabby because yeah. it's um because it, like they had no sort of guidelines under it then they just sort of let, let you do what you wanted according to the script because the script is, or the story is by Matt Platt Sylvester McCoy Doctor Who writer <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, the, so yeah. the complications and all that kind of bits you can it reeks of Matt Platt's writing which I love because obviously I love yeah. Ghostlight you know he's a yeah. complicated crazy man and I, I think I love that in Doctor Who one uh, criticism I might have about this might be the fact that I listened to it like once all the way through um, and I had struggled. I struggled with the plot a lot of the time because I don't know whether it was just the, the amount of voices or the amount of dis- distinct characters. Because the uh, lady Ilya, is yeah. it? she had um, she had a bunch of like hangers on that weren't quite sure what their function was, and and it kind of got lost. And then they were on a train. Then they were on a train, and I got a bit lost at that point. Oh, I like I like I like I like the train bit, the little ch- like train chase Tardis thing. Yeah, and, and basically she's got her son, the Doctor fella, whose secret Victor. motive, yeah, whose secret motive is to you know eradicate the, 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 the Doctor Washi. Yeah, um, that's the sort of main ones, isn't it? She, yes, but the, and but then the big werewolf and that there, they're the main. And then she she does that little hunters almost when they send yeah. him out for Turlo. Because because that that's that's that bit's funny when when he's doing all this big like he, he's putting himself forward as her um, like I don't know champion. I I didn't champion. like that actually I thought that was a bit, for a story that up until that point I'd found quite innovative I thought that was a little bit cliched that the doctor couldn't see what was happening there it was it, even I could see it coming it just yeah. a little bit mm, that was the only bit where I just thought oh it's it, it feels unoriginal now. The, the whole bit that you're talking about where the doctor suddenly realised he's been made her champion. Yes. Right? The, yeah. he, he should have realised a while yeah. ago he's digging himself into a hole here. But, but right? they, they, Just they, walk away. But there's the innocence of the doctor as well when he's talking about dating with Taylor, you know, because it's a completely alien concept to him. Like It's stuff yeah. like that that kind of... I thought it was quite cool, you know, and and that's how he could be so naive in this thing where it suddenly transpires he's more than that. He could potentially get married to this werewolf woman. You know, I thought that was quite, um, yeah, quite, quite liberal. cool. Yeah, quite, yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe liberal. Yeah, um, I thought that was quite cool. Um, I thought the whole thing was, yeah, like I say, two two listens. Um, I, I got it, you know, and it gripped me, and it was cool, and I, I like going back again and giving it another listen. Really, um, just in general, it I was. Thought, it was yeah, I thought I thought the setup was great. Like I said, like Turlo, it was great that we see him in this story, yeah, which I, it's not just. 
a side figure. I'd like to listen to more like with him in, because even though I don't really like him on on the TV that much, I always thought he was a bit of a ginger tosser like me. But uh, no offense, Cliff. Good, isn't he? Bob. No offense, no offense, me and Bob. <laughs> there's a there's a few stories with just him and the Doctor. When it's just him and the Doctor, yeah, they're really good stories yeah. because yeah. he's allowed to have a storyline. Yeah. Whereas when he's uh, the TARDIS is overcrowded. Right, he's he's the one that's sort of pushed into the background. And the only because Mark Ritter is a yeah. good actor. Yeah, they, oh. they, they're funny. They're, they're really funny as yeah. well together. You know, and you can tell they're having a bit of fun because they get on really well in real life, don't they? Mm. I think Strix, Strixon's quite a funny fella as well. So it was um, it, it was cool. Um, I was going to say about the the sort of resolution as well. I quite liked all that. I quite liked uh, the the Doctor Who sort of thing. The revolt. The Doctor staring people up. Yeah, to get them to revolt, you know, against the um, the main protagonist whose name escapes me, um, Peter Struver. Peter Struver, yeah, so yeah, that that, that, yeah. that was cool, you know, standard Doctor Who stuff as well. Um, yeah, I like his arrival in it as well. I thought he was a great baddie, actually, the way he first comes in the carnival yeah. and kind of experiences that Turlo. Kind of it's mental, yeah, yeah. Turlo, yeah, gets all that stuff, and then yeah. Turlo can't see the people the Doctor's talking to. I can't remember yeah. where around it was. There was loads of cool stuff like that, which just had loads It of was death. really quite dark. Yeah, in that. Yeah, you could actually imagine that. this being brilliant on TV if yeah. it was done. But yeah, I, I agree, though, with Sucky and Cliff that for, it was too long, but for me, that wasn't necessarily the plot. It was just some of the dialogue interchanges they went yeah. on building a scene too long where they kind of it was obvious where it was going but the and as, as john said the amount of kind of additional actors so they all had the the two penneth work it just made a scene go on and on and on and you were kind of thinking come on build up now yeah well it's it's based on a short story though isn't it it's based oh, on it? another it's based on something else of which they had and then they've built it up for the big finish. So there is right. a lot of padding involved into it. But I think they overdid it a bit. It's, it's a bit a like Blink. But it's a, it's a big cast, isn't it, as well? Yes. Yeah. So, but um, that's not to say no anyone listening to being put off. I think it's definitely worth worth listening to. Mm. Like I, oh, I did yeah. the same as well, John. Yeah. I listened to it all at yeah. once. And I, oh, I, I actually enjoyed it when I did it. No, I enjoyed it. I did it I had a wank halfway through. It's good. <laughs> Something to do in it, Cliff. Uh, yeah, but I, I, I got made into, like I say, four parts. I listened to it a part yes. at a time. And, and, I, and I was really comfortable with that because it does look overwhelming. Two hours and seven minutes of big finish audio. It was a bit like daunting. But once I got yeah. made into that, it was great. And I would definitely, uh, like Duane and Philip have from the Science of Audio podcast, recommend it to anyone. This. It, well, I didn't enjoy it as much as that last one. But the last one we did, Monster in Metropolis, was, was mega. That was, you know, that was short yeah, and that condensed, was wasn't it? It was yeah. very yeah, it was quick, compact quick. and quick and also familiar with all the images. You could literally Exciting see it Exciting as well. Yeah. This yeah, one but, was a bit talky-talky. But it was great. Massive cast, though, and I, I, like I say, I would definitely recommend it. Quality, no. it, was definitely, it was definitely had good quality. The yeah. audio recording was brilliant, but it yeah, just, yeah. for me, a little bit woolly and lengthened. It was got away from itself a little bit. I but think. this is this is the twentieth big finish adventure they did. You know, so the, early days. They were, isn't they were it? really, re, yeah. They, they did one a month, and they were really finding the feet as well. Yeah, you know, this time yeah. and t- t- the time when you had no Doctor Who. 
you know, this was just amazing to get hold of. Um, I actually remember listening to this when it pretty much first came out. Um, I've got the CD of it and I, I loved it. I really, really loved it. So to be honest, when I listened to it again for the first time for this, I was a bit underwhelmed, but only because in my head, I'd built it up to be such a fantastic audio. And then obviously I listened to it a couple of times uh, and each time it got me more and more. Uh, I think I just always put it down the minute it came up as Lugo. It's like, oh, I just loved that story. But it was original, fresh, exciting. Um, when it was when I first heard it. Any more thoughts, gents, before we wrap up on this gorgeous bonus episode? What any thoughts about the episode? Oh, just I was generally. thinking just in general. I was thinking about Turlo personally. Any thoughts on Turlo? Seeing a bit more of him, maybe. Yeah, I any... like him better by audio. Yeah. yeah, yeah, same, same. A bit like Colin Baker's Doctor, he gets more of a chance to shine in this. Uh, yeah, and Chris Eccleston's Doctor as well. You know, he yes, was he was cracking in, yeah. in that last one, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So where are we going next with our bonus episodes? What is our well, next story to review? I'm gonna oh, we've got to roll a dice. I'm going to yes. roll, roll a D10. It's a moment of truth. Eight. Oh, look. <laughs> nice. Number, That's number, the end of the episode. Number eight is... Uh, oh, hang on. Oh, it's all gone. My message's gone weird. Bear with me. So, six, seven, eight. The Justice of Jalaxar. Jalaxar. Uh, any story in Mary Tam series is wonderful, but the Doctor and Romana with uh, oh Jacob and Lightfoot just delightful. Jacob oh, and Lightfoot good. from off of um, oh. well they did their own okay. audio series, but off yeah. of uh, Talons of Wenchaiyang and right. Mary Tam as Romana by the look of it. So Ooh. that's the next one we're doing. That'll be a treat. Yeah, that'll and, be interesting. And, and Tom Baker. And what's it? What's it called? <laughs> the Justice of Justice of Jalaxa. <laughs> There you go. Thanks That's for just cruel, Josh. Did you want Bob one. to say that? Well, Bob, I, I, I misheard. I, I never heard it. I uh, couldn't even say the one we just watched. Loops, Garoots. Garo- it's Lou Garou. Luckily, I'm, Lou Garou. I have Loops, Garoots. Yeah. No, there's no P. You don't pronounce it. French for werewolf. French for werewolf. Garou isn't spelt that way anyway. So I don't know why they spelled it like that. It's an abomination. There you go. I didn't know what it meant either. Like a werewolf. Werewolf, yeah. yeah, French for werewolf. In that case, then, people, we should leave with that cultural linguistic finish and (laughs) say adieu until... Oh, no, it's... uh, What is it? It's au revoir until next time. Goodbye, lovely people. Bye. Shouldn't it have have been a Spanish goodbye? No, because it's French, isn't it? Hola. Yeah, but but the story was set in uh, Brazil. Oh, there you go. Which would be Portuguese, wouldn't it? Portuguese, Spanish. Oh, we could have had all of them if we thought yeah. about that in a All right, think, think about it, Zucky. Okay. Yeah. Hola, hola, good. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.